Welcome to the Pioneer Restaurant Studio on University Boulevard, just south of campus, the University of Denver. It is time for the Coach Bill Tierney Show, presented by your hometown Toyota stores on ESPN Denver 1600. We've got a uh, an in-person show today from the Pioneer. It's lunchtime, but people are hearing this at dinner time. Uh, Coach, good to see you. How are you? You too. Good. <laughs> good. Interesting change, but uh, happy like to be it. here with you as always. I like it. My name is Tyler Ron. His name is Bill Tierney. We're talking Denver Pioneers men's lacrosse with the Pioneers headed into conference play coming up this week. Denver and the Georgetown Hoyas on tap for Saturday afternoon at Peter Barton Lacrosse Stadium with the Pioneers coming off of a win 12-9 last time out over Towson. We're going to talk about that one coming up here uh, for this first segment today. This broadcast brought to you by Johnson Financial group partnering with families to bring simplicity and peace of mind as they help you achieve your financial goals coach a 12-9 win for your guys over Towson on Saturday and I'm going to phrase it this way are you comfortable declaring your guys a second half team (laughs) there's things I'd like to declare my guys but um second half team sure for now you know you never really know with these guys what I will say is we're not great starters as of yet and we're trying to change that this week trying to get that switched around and obviously you've got uh, five games in conference play coming up um pivotal one on saturday but we got a lot to talk about from this past game uh like you said it was not the easiest or nicest or quickest of starts for your guys you're down five one after the first quarter you're down seven three at halftime but just like two weeks ago you get a road win over a top 10 team in columbus at the horseshoe over ohio state and you did that on the strength of a really strong third quarter you start that way in the third quarter this time around you outscored towson four one in the third 5-1 in the fourth. You rally and pick up the win. Take us through the first two quarters before we dive into the second half rally. The start was, on the one hand, yes, you could talk about it being slow. On the other hand, you're facing uh, a goaltender on the other side who was playing out of his mind. Uh, Evan Long goes and puts up 19 saves. He had, I think, nine of those by halftime, and his career high going into the day was 15. Uh, what, What did you take away from the first quarter and the second quarter? Well, you know, it was nine in the first quarter, interestingly enough, and we started the game. We started the game pretty well. We wanted to get off to a good start, as we always do, and haven't been, but uh, we actually started the game pretty well. We made a stop on defense. Um, we were winning faceoffs, and we get the ball, and we get so many shots early. And, um, you know, as you said, uh, the long kid was, was on fire. I thought we pressed it a little bit. We were gripping the stick a little tight. We were anxious. And it's bang, 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 bang. Four saves in one, one right. rapid-fire succession there. So th- that can become, you know, uh, a fork in the road. You can either say, okay, fellas, just keep shooting. They're, they'll start to fall. Or you can say it's going to be a long day, and it certainly felt like the latter um, at that point. But, uh, you know, um, second quarter was better. Uh, the only thing we, you know, we were disturbed about in the second quarter really was that um, we got back to 5-3. And, and we've been talking a lot, especially to our defense, about making t- stops at the right times. And, and at 5-3, we had a chance to make some plays, and they scored two more goals in the last two minutes of the half to make it 7-3. And uh, that, was, that was a little troublesome going in at halftime. Your game two weeks ago, how much did that help 
with the confidence and the ability of your guys to not panic. You go uh, into halftime with a deficit at Ohio State. You come out with seven goals in the third quarter. And if I am evaluating that as an athlete, I think in the in the following week, you run into a goalie who's really hot first and second quarter. I'm not going to get freaked out because I know we just did this on the road a week ago. Did that have a carryover effect for Saturday? Um, well, they may not have gotten freaked out. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and so, uh, um, well, there was a difference, though. And the interesting difference was that Ohio State jumped out on us. Um, and we had the momentum going in at halftime. We got it back to 7-6. Uh, and we had been 6-6 after being down 5-2. to two, And uh, and so we felt like we had momentum going in at halftime of Ohio State. We felt that Towson had the momentum going in it, you know, in our last game. So it was a little bit different. It certainly, a, you know, a, a four-goal deficit compared to a one-goal deficit is, is a lot in lacrosse. Um, but, you know, uh, Coach Brown, Coach Gallant, Coach Adamson, they, they do a great job after I go in for the first two minutes ranting and raving, and they settle the guys down. Tell them what they've got to do, and then uh, when we win, I take all the credit. It's That's awesome. the way it should be. Yeah. You've, you've earned it over a, over a career. You get a chance to do that yeah. now. Uh, you guys immediately bust out of the gate coming out of halftime with four straight goals. You tie it up 7-7. Seven, seven. They score. You get the next goal right back to tie it again at 8-8. Eight, eight. Um, what was as that momentum started to build on your sideline, especially knowing that you had done so many things in the first half that were good things, were the right things, getting good shots away, finally you start canning some. Uh, what was that mood like when things started to build in the third? Well, that was a key, and, and Alex Stathakis was winning every faceoff. Yeah. So that that feels good in lacrosse because you can – it's make it, take it when it gets like that with, with your faceoff guy. And as you mentioned, we broke the ice with our shooting, started to get to, get to them a little bit. Jack Hanna hit a great high bounce shot, and that – that gives goalies the shakes a little bit because they're not they don't know where the ball's going to go and um so with that and and winning face-offs and now breaking the ice with the shooting we felt pretty good by the end of the third quarter you were really doing all of the things that we've talked about your team getting better at as the season goes along and winning in the categories that you need to you mentioned the face-offs a ground ball battle you had control for the majority of the day you're successful on clears uh you got a really good performance especially in the second half, Jack Thompson was very stabilizing. To see those areas continue to develop for your guys, especially with the ground balls, which we talked about the first few weeks of the season, how important is that to see, you know, final week before conference play starts, the continued growth in those areas? It's very important and, and most important to be able to show our guys on paper or on film that they are progressing, they are doing well, because you, you saw it. It's a funny game. You can dominate and be down by four goals right. and, at any time so um it really is important to show the the progress we've made we've gone from uh, in our overall stats from uh, down 50 ground balls i think we're total now down about 15 so that means that we're, we're doing it we're doing a really good job with uh with the with the ground ball thing which is a great indicator of of winning and losing lacrosse games uh but uh you know um We've we've finally starting to get healthy. Knock on wood. And uh, AJ Mercurial will be back this week. He was ready last week, but we didn't want to get him, you know, risk another injury. So he'll be back. And uh, you know, we just felt felt good about the progress. And and now, you know, as, as we'll talk about in a minute, I'm sure, you know, we face a juggernaut. 
The uh, storyline for your first, you know, seven, eight games this season now is kind of where you position yourselves going into conference play. Your record moving in uh, will be above 500 at five and four, but you've got guys who feel like they are rounding into really good form. And uh, the one who stands out, of course, most from last week is Jack Hanna. Jack puts up six goals and an assist. Uh, he did it on nine shots on goal, 14 total shots. Uh, but, you know, beyond that, Johnny Morocco puts up three points. Ted Sullivan had five assists on Saturday. Uh, to have your big guys stepping up in big moments, what does that say about where they are right now? It's such a, a pivotal point of the year. Yeah, well, Jack has been, you know, Jack kind of, you know, early in the year, we didn't want to say anything about this, but he was he was hurting. Right. And, and uh, uh, and now he's healthy again. So those shots that he was missing a lot of the goal on, you know, same shots, but now now he's hitting them. And, and uh, the, that confidence is back to have Teddy know that they're sliding to him early and, and taking away his shot um, to, to get his head up and look to the backside or look inside as he did a couple of times and get five assists. That's more than expected out of, out of Teddy Sullivan. And, and we're getting contributions from, you know, certainly Johnny, but, you know, two games ago was Richie Connell. And then, uh, you know, we got some, we're always getting some consistent points out of Riley Curtis. And uh, the, the, the big question mark still is what can we get out of that second midfield? And if we can start, you know, getting what we see in practice, then then we're going to be a little tougher. On the defensive side, uh, you guys have trusted Jimmy Freehill with a lot of minutes on the on the field so far this season. He's played some really good time. Um, you know, Jackie Benedetto, one of the, the veteran guys who you look to, Adam Hanglin is the same way. To get A.J. Mercurio back, especially ahead of conference play, what does that do for, uh, you know, the way you are able to position yourselves going into the Big East, but also the fact that you've got somebody like Jimmy now who has so much experience, you've got a little bit more depth there with the in-game minutes that you've had. That's the key because, you know, you put a freshman in there again, Against some of the teams we've played against and you're, you're asking a lot of a young man like that and Jimmy has progressed so well he studies the game hard he takes it very you know uh, very seriously and, and really cares a lot so to have him he covered Towson's best player last week and he got one goal you know so um, you know John Gallant did a good job at the matchups last week and uh, Jimmy's done well now to have AJ back it's kind of a you know a problem of luxury uh, of having a little more depth there. We developed a lot more depth at our short stick position. We're now playing six guys instead of two. And, uh, you know, and last week we didn't have uh, Jake Edinger, who was out sick. So we feel good about the depth we're developing. Uh, and as you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, uh, Jack Thompson has had a couple of good outings now. One guy I, I want to ask you about before we get into uh, our, our second segment here today is uh, Michael Lampert comes out and just like a shot out of a cannon, had a goal early on in a spot when you guys really needed it, uh, and seems as though he's kind of, you know, if this was football, he's a change of pace back, I think. You throw him in, and he's kind of your speedster guy. He's got quick moves. He's not as big as some of the other players who are on the field, so I think he changes the the flow of a game. Uh, to see somebody, especially with Jake getting around, as you mentioned, um, have an impact on a game like Michael did, what do you like about what he brings when he's out there? He just has something that nobody else has, and that's that burst of speed. Yeah. You know, he had two goals in that game. One got taken away, which we've looked at over and over again. He was nowhere near the crease, but, uh, you know, you can't, you can't question the judgment. Um, but uh, Michael's brought a spark and energy. You see when 
when our team scores goals, our, our bench gets excited. But when Michael scores goals, they get really excited because he represents the common man. He represents the kid who was on, uh, you know, the scout team for two years now, now has worked his way and deservingly so has playing a lot. And so, uh, you know, he's earned that and he's an exciting player. He's the type of guy, if we were going to go in a 40-yard dash against each other, he may be at the finish line before I start. Like that burst, that's the type of burst, I think. Which, granted, there are a lot of people who could do that to me, right. but he's probably like, you know, best of the best. Yeah, in a 40, you know, if you match guys up, uh, it's probably Michael and Malik, but Michael would be eight yards ahead of Malik at, at the start. Now Malik, with his great strides and, and strength and everything, he, you know, he would catch up, but uh, those two are really exciting to watch. If they did it 100 times... And then you put me in fresh after they've done it 100. I could probably hang in for like the first five, six steps. Would you have a motorcycle? <laughs> if you put me on a rocket ship, <laughs> I think I really like my chances there. Okay. It's the Coach Phil Tierney Show on ESPN Denver 1600 from the Pioneer Restaurant on South University Boulevard. We're talking Denver Pioneers men's lacrosse. Going to step aside for a timeout. Bring it on back and talk the start of the conference season as Big East play is ahead. Uh, this broadcast brought to you by Johnson Financial Group, partnering with families to bring simplicity and peace of mind as we help you achieve your financial goals. Back in a minute on ESPN Denver 1600. Planning your financial future can be overwhelming and confusing. So let the experts at Johnson Financial Group help guide you to your financial goals. The team at Johnson Financial Group believes in increasing transparency, lowering fees, and striving to achieve better outcomes so you can have a peace of mind when it comes to all of your investing needs. Contact Johnson Financial Group at jfgwealth.net to get started on planning your future. Dear Winter, almost nothing stands in the way of a new 2022 Toyota. When you say stay home, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. The Corolla's tech is red hot. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4's available all-wheel drive with multi-terrain select. And everyone gets comfy in the Highlander with its available heated front seats. See you in the snow. Toyota. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your Front Range Toyota store is proud to be the exclusive automotive partner of your DU Pioneers. Back on ESPN Denver 1600 from your Front Range Toyota stores. It is the Coach Bill Tierney show from the Pioneer Restaurant studio. And actually today at the Pioneer Restaurant, this broadcast brought to you by Johnson Financial Group, partnering with families to bring simplicity and peace of mind as they help you achieve your financial goals. My name is Tyler Mon, alongside the head coach of the Pioneers, Bill Tierney, talking to you lacrosse as uh, Pioneers are headed into conference play this week, welcoming in the Georgetown Hoyas for the first of five conference games before heading into postseason play. Play. Coach, before I ask you about Georgetown, before I ask you about uh, the coming conference slate, i got to ask you about last week, DU Hockey advances to the Frozen Four, off to Boston. You guys got a chance to check out uh, the Pioneers matchup with UMass Lowell on Thursday. Uh, piled everybody in the bus, drove up to Loveland, which is pretty dang cool. We always talk about the relationships and uh, the closeness between coaching staffs and members of the athletic department and all that. How much fun was that to take your entire roster uh, to go get a little rowdy and be loud and, and help lift that team uh, to that one goal win over UMass Lowell on Thursday? It was really good. You know, we have, uh, you mentioned that we have such a great relationship with, uh, with our hockey guys. They're in our wing of the building. You know, David Call and those guys just do a great job. He and Matt Brown were friends when they were in college. And, and uh, you know, that the hockey kids and the lacrosse kids in general have a lot in common. 
both have some Canadian kids, and and it, the games are very similar. Similar, and uh, I know those guys support one another. We just felt like it was such a great opportunity. It was spring break. We were looking for something, you know. Uh, social for our guys to do and uh, it just couldn't have presented a better opportunity the game was fantastic I can't say enough about the uh, the support the DU got from the fans our administration our chancellor I mean it was it was a really cool event and we're we're just happy and and lucky to be a part of that um, watching those guys you know work their way to a final four as soon as we finished on Saturday they were dropping the puck uh, in the regional final against Minnesota Duluth did you get a chance to catch any of that game we had just wrapped up I think when they dropped the puck we did we went into Matt Brown's office after our game and, and watched basically the whole third period so it was really a lot of fun it was exciting. I was telling David that I got more nervous in his game than I did in mine. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just, you know what a kid at DU, you know, a lot of schools, right? But you, we know what our kids go through. You, you got a trimester. You got final exams. You have all these different things. We had the robotics right. event, uh, you know, so our our hockey guys couldn't even practice on their home ice, you know, and, and all these things. And, uh, those guys do an amazing job of just not letting little things bother them, and and their team plays that way as well. It's just so much fun to watch those guys, and so happy for DC and his staff that that they were able to pull this off. And a huge congrats uh, to the Pioneers who are on to Boston to take on Michigan in the national semifinals, the first game of the Frozen Four uh, coming up over the weekend. Um, Coach, let's let's dive in. It is Big East Conference time of the year. Uh, you are getting set for your first matchup of this Big East Conference slate, which is against the favored team in the conference. And for the entirety of your history in the conference, that's been Denver. Now Georgetown, a, a program that's been built uh, into a, a powerhouse over the last few years by that staff. They come in third-ranked team in the country, 7-1 and one on the year. And you have had some battles with Georgetown in recent seasons. Tell us about the Hoyas and how they stack up in 2022. Well, first of all, they, you know, you're absolutely right. They've, they've taken this, this, this top ranking for us by way of winning winning the tournament championships we've had amazing games last year we played them three times we beat them pretty handedly here in denver and then lost in overtime at georgetown and then lost in the last couple of minutes uh, in the conference final uh they're so well coached uh, that this is we were talking about it this morning just everything we have to plan on doing we have to have a plan b for because they're so well coached and then you know you throw in some really great players they've uh, they've and they've added off the off the transfer portal a couple of great ones from North Carolina so um, it's uh, you got the the best goalie in the league and they've got a great face-off guy and they score goals and they defend like nobody's business so it's going to be a challenge but they, they've earned what they've gotten and uh, it's going to be our job to come in as the underdog and see if we can turn the tide a little bit. You guys have had such a challenging schedule uh, so far this season. Your two losses to Georgetown last year by one goal each, as you mentioned. Um, this year, you've had a lot of tight games. You know, you lose a, a close one at home to Jacksonville. You lose a close one at home to Yale. You lose a one-goal game on the road in North Carolina. But you're building momentum now with back-to-back really good wins uh, over Ohio State and over Towson. The things from the last two games that you think can serve you best against Georgetown and going deeper into the conference slate are what? What do you take away from the last Confidence. Two? The, the kids are much more confident now. We tend at DU, and this is uh, this goes back a, a ways, uh, we tend to um, 
rise to the level of our competition. So this week in practice, we don't have to worry about anybody worrying about his stats or anybody, you know, um, not focusing on, on what's obvious. And uh, we don't, this is a week we don't have to even mention the other team's name. They, they know what we were up against. They know the people. Uh, we have kids that are friends with some of their guys. I, I'm really you know friendly with their coaching staff and these guys are really really good and so uh you know i would i would say they're the best team we've played up to this point all year and so it's going to be a challenge we're going to have a great day at at du and uh you know we've got um great opportunity to to right the ship so to speak against a great team this is such a different circumstance for your team because ordinarily you go into every game in Big East Conference play, you're the team with the target on your back, being a team that has dominated uh, this conference in regular season play, especially over the history of your time in the Big East. To see that script flipped this time around and have your guys going in as maybe the team that everybody expects to finish as runners-up this year, outside observers, what does that do for them? I know we talked last week about, you know, you go on the road to Ohio State and you're the team that everybody expects to lose. They're the number seven team in the country there at home you can kind of play free and loose when you're the underdog how does that affect your your guys and their mentality coming into this week when it's sort of the same story now with another team coming into your building yeah it is the same story and you hope that the guys react to it the same way we do the last thing we need to do right now is overthink this game and start getting tight and start worrying about rankings and where we seed in the tournament and all that other stuff that it's a it's a lacrosse game for two hours on Saturday afternoon, and the tighter you get, the worse you're going to be. So for our guys, it's a matter of focus. It's a matter of really working hard. And, and uh, one of the things that came out of our team when we, you know, a few games ago when we didn't feel like we were playing up to our potential is asking them to stick with each other. And I'm so proud of the guys for doing that. They've, they've, they've worked harder than ever, but they've stuck with each other. Nobody getting on each other if they make a mistake or they, you know, something bad happens. They've stuck with each other, and, I, and that's a sign of a great team. The result of this week, we'll see. But we know we're going to be playing and playing more, and uh, this is going to give us a great idea of what level we're at at this point. Let's talk about the conference at large. We won't uh, get a chance to do another show for two more weeks after this. We'll catch up again uh, before the St. John's game uh, on the 16th of April, but after this one, home against Georgetown, you'll go on the road to Villanova on April 9th and then back home on the 16th against St. John's. So far this season, it's Georgetown, and then there's a, a big group right there. Villanova's 5-3, and three, you're 5-4, and four, Providence is 5-4, and four, Marquette and St. John's have started slowly, two and six, two and seven, respectively. But what does the league look like to you this year in comparison to seasons past? Well, right now, Villanova's ranked in front of us as and because they, they always come up with a, a big victory or two, which they've done again this year. Um, and Georgetown, obviously, is ranked in front of us. So, you know, um, we're not used to that. We're used to being the, the front runner here. And uh, it's it's a new challenge. And, and we look at that. Um, I know Marquette has had a lot of injuries. I don't think their record is indicative of what's going on, and I think it may be similar at Providence. You know, St. John's had a great win over a, a pretty good Fairfield team a couple of weeks ago. They scored 19 goals. Or, and uh, So everybody is, I think everybody's better, but if you look on paper, it looks like it's three and then three, or then one and then two right. and then three. Um, but, uh, 
you know, it's always competitive and everybody's in this situation when they play someone who's ranked before them or supposedly better than them. There's enough There's enough talent on any one of these teams to get their guys ready. And uh, the coaches are great guys and great coaches. Get their guys ready for an upset or make it tough for, to for have anybody upset them. So it's, uh, it's a great league and we're proud to be a part of it, but uh, it's very challenging. Coming down to the end of the Coach Bill Tierney Show on ESPN Denver 1600, presented by your Front Range Toyota stores and live from the Pioneer Restaurant on South University Boulevard. Coach, one more thing before we go. Uh, you get the, the perfect lacrosse day again on Saturday coming up. You'll have temperatures around 70 and sunny skies and all the same stuff you had last week against Towson. Uh, but it is a battle that you're set for against Georgetown. Uh, give us kind of the, the X's and O's breakdown of the things that you need to do right this week uh, in preparation and the things your guys need to do right on Saturday to come away with a win. Well, one thing we haven't done great is we haven't been great in our transition offensive game. We were 0 for 6 in transition the other day, and, uh, you know, we, we've, we're working on that because I don't know if we'll get those opportunities this week, but certainly uh, hope to. JT's been making better saves and getting the ball out, so it gives us that. Offensively, we're playing against maybe the best defensive team out there um, who, who play – you know, a good amount of defense. There are some others like, you know, Maryland who scores every time they touch the ball. Right. So you don't know. You know their defense is good, but, you know, it doesn't doesn't kind of matter. Um, and then at the defensive end, usually when we prepare for a team, and we've talked about this before, if they're a good team, you're looking at four or five top players. This team has seven or eight. And so um, it's, it's a real difference. They're used to beating us, and they're used to big games. So uh, the challenge is just going to be, as we said earlier, just come out, play a game, not worry so much about the result or worry so much about who you're playing or what the rankings are. Go out and play our game, and that's, that's if we can do that, I think it'll be a great game. It's going to be a fun one coming up on Saturday, a noon face-off for that one, 11.30 Pioneer pregame on ESPN Denver 1600. Uh, two weeks from today, we'll be right back here at the Pioneer for our next live edition of the Coach Bill Tierney Show. And uh, then two weeks after that, so April 13th and April 27th, you're stuck with me for your lunch hour, so congratulations to you. I'm sure it's a dream. As and, long uh, as you're buying. <laughs> Coach, thanks so much. We'll see you coming up this weekend. Thanks, Tyler. Wrapping up this week's episode of the Coach Bill Tierney Show, brought to you by Johnson Financial Group, partnering with families to bring simplicity and peace of mind as they help you achieve your financial goals. Denver and Georgetown, Saturday. We'll talk to you at 1130 for Pioneer Pregame on ESPN Denver.